0: And welcome to Fear and Loathing and Cinema Podcast. It is February 15th. It's the middle of February. We just had Valentine's Day. We're celebrating our own heartfelt romances over here on Fear and Loathing in Cinema. It's going to be an excellent episode today here because we're going back to 1991. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be insane. It is going to be great. It's going to be fantastic because it's with Julia Roberts in 1991, a very young, a very delicate Julia Roberts. We'll, we'll let you know what movie that is. But first I am Brian Kluger in Dallas, Texas, fear and in a and bit in cinema style. And I am joined by the woman who pretends she likes to drown in swimming, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea campbell out in miami florida near the beach boy and she says she can't swim but she can swim what's up
1: i can swim
0: prove I it think...
1: i mean push me into a body of water okay okay
0: mm-hmm. all right all right that's good
1: uh
2: we'll, hi, Chelsea. We'll, we'll, we'll have uh robert wagner and christopher walken do that oh no no oh, yes <laughs> so, Natalie Wood right yeah, we would dig.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was um, also coming in as the new theater teacher of Denton High School. He loves putting on a show on stage. It's Preston Barto in Denton, Texas. How are you?
2: I'm good. I just got back from organizing the cans in my cupboard or my wife's cans. <laughs> it's fantastic
0: oh my god uh good to see you bud uh and then good last but not least it's austin Texas's own the man who cannot be in a bathroom without looking at towels that are perfectly laid out on a rack it is dan moran
2: birthday boy oh. birthday boy
3: hello everyone i've just returned from my ywca swimming lesson where i'm teaching women how to swim away from their husbands Swim far.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like swing away. It's swim away. Something like that. Um, we swim are swim away, Meryl. Swim away, swim away, Meryl. I don't know if anybody science? got that joke. Yeah, science,
3: yeah, science. Science. Science.
2: Yeah. Science. A, science, 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 science? science? <laughs> Directed by Who?
1: Mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan. What? <laughs> what?
2: It's, it's, you, get,
1: you do the best you can.
2: I, I do. I, ho- I hope one day you get to interview him and introduce him.
0: I do. And then, uh, we also have a very special guest, uh, coming to join us today. A, a very special, wonderful, beautiful human being, um, who's coming on the show right now. Uh, oh, exactly. he's, 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 he's coming in, he's, he's a filmmaker extraordinaire uh but you know him as uh the man who likes to take wrong turns in life uh his name is mike nelson how are you bud
4: hey everybody thanks for hanging out and waiting for me
0: (laughs) it's good we just started we just did our intros and we we're curious um how your towels are arranged
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh man um it's it's funny you mentioned that like the the towel thing was very um left a lasting impression on me when I saw I saw this movie when I was very young well we don't want we don't know what movie we're talking about yet oh shit okay okay <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Mr. Seel, how are my towels arranged that's a great question um God you know I I do a little bit of both. Like, sometimes they're nice and neat, and sometimes I just throw them up on a hook and whatever.
0: Good. Like the rest of us. Uh,
2: exactly. So He, he <laughs> has his guests wipe their hands using, like, somebody's bath towel. It no, is. No it hand is. towel. Just a bath towel. <laughs> yeah.
5: It's
0: it's so good to have Mike Nelson on, uh, on the show again, because right before this show, like – like two days ago, Mike Nelson blew up the internet on Variety and Hollywood Reporter and Deadline. He was all over the news. And for something good, I think.
4: Yeah, that was a good that was a good day. Um
0: <laughs> yeah, what's, that? What, what's that? What happened? What happened? Why were you in the news?
4: Well, we are making another movie. Um yeah, been um uh, working on this film. Um uh, with uh, I actually uh, wrote it with uh Alan McElroy, who uh, wrote Wrong Turn, Twenty Twenty One, and Two Thousand Three, and um him and I wrote this this cool Amazonian horror survival film, and uh, you know it's been uh, a project that we've been in development now for um a couple years, but it finally started to pick up and as the variety had said, we got some awesome cast attached. We got Jessica Roth and Keanu Madeira, and they are just awesome. And yeah, it's super exciting. And, um, you know, fingers crossed, everything, everything works out. It's all in going on in Berlin right now at EFM and the producers are doing their thing and sales agents are doing their thing. And so hopefully we, uh we get to, we get the budget and, the good sales members and we're good to go. That's
0: huge. We're, we're all we're excited for yeah. you. Really
5: Congratulations!
4: I'm very excited.
0: And it was just, it was just a couple of months ago. We saw you at Austin, Texas, and I asked you one question. The question was why this is why <laughs> <laughs>
4: this is, this is a very good, yeah, you're right. That's a very good uh, response. This is why, this is why, uh, why not? I think was my response or something stupid like that. But, um, <laughs> um but yeah no it just you know um we're we're it's it's good to see you again no yeah. it's good it's good it's good to see all of you again yeah. like this is fun this is fun doing this i always appreciate coming on and you know, talking generally.
0: about movies
4: yeah so talking uh movies. good it, movies
0: it is good <laughs> it is good uh we've been trying this new first segment here we, we pick like a an entertainment news story and we discuss it uh Last last week was the funny Elon Musk, Gina Carano suing Disney thing, which was hilarious. Uh, this week, uh, interestingly enough, it's about Disney again. And I'm just curious on some of your thoughts on this. Uh, Disney Plus is about to roll out their password crackdown on all of its subscribers. So you won't be able to share your password with Disney Plus or Hulu. I know Netflix did that, but... What does everybody think about this? Like, do you think this is a good thing for streaming? Is it a bad thing for streaming? Is it, what, what does a lawyer have to say, Dan?
3: Oh, uh, probably a good thing for streaming because they'll force more people to pay what's known as money uh, to watch their stuff. (laughs) That annoying thing for us because we're all going to get around it. We've been getting around password sharing for a decade now, at least I have. Um, So I'm not that worried about it, but yeah, it's, how about um how about we'll all get our own accounts when the quality of the movies and TV shows seems on par <laughs> with what we're being charged? And,
4: and and they get rid of the fucking ads, dude. Like yeah. what, what mm-hmm. the hell? Like we, we all did the we all jumped on streaming because, dude, every movie right there or not every movie, but a bunch of movies right there, no commercials. You can click on whatever you want and just start watching it. As far as my son knows, that's just the way the world has been. Oh.
3: So <laughs> it did it did was it a rude awakening for your son a couple weeks ago. Cause I, I, they were watching something upstairs and a commercial came on and my kids are 10 and eight and they were like, the hell is this? And I go, sorry, daddy's poor now. Uh, we're not going home. We're not going to add free tier for another $8 a month. So uh, you guys are going to learn about, I don't know, Neutrogena um, and, and CarMax.
1: Insurance. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chelsea,
0: what do you think about this?
1: I think I will still be using my friend Harry's password, and like Dan, I still know how to get around things.
0: VPN um, style is that it?
1: No, so, I mean there's some, there some ways. Some ways.
0: <laughs> you don't want to know um, about
2: it.
1: I don't. I don't want to say say them but if you message me i can tell you
2: um (laughs) haven't you ever wondered what that cable is coming out of her window (laughs) (laughs) oh it's good no i'm curious
0: because i mean i shared my all of my streaming services with anybody who asks like all of it and then when netflix happened nobody could watch my netflix anymore just me and then now they're doing it with disney plus and the other thing was the Amazon Prime thing now, because you, if you had Amazon Prime, you would get Amazon Prime. But now they're trying to charge everybody two or three dollars for uh, no ads on top of that. It's, it's kind of crazy. I don't know where, where it's all yeah. going.
3: It's all going back to cable. Streamers have now reinvented cable. They just did it for sports last week. I think they announced this Saturday before the Super Bowl that Max, Hulu, Disney Plus and something else are all coming together like all these different streamers are coming together to make one sports streamer that's going to have MLB, NBA, NFL games, some college football and other collegiate sports. It's going to be a streamer of sports that's under a new umbrella, but it's going to be all HBO Max and I'm like, you mean the sports package that I would pay for when I had, you know, Spectrum or Verizon <laughs> cable, but they just announced that like it's a new thing and I'm like, wait, different channels that I can flip
1: between? it's so it's like a rat king yeah yes. exactly
3: they're all going back to cable so we'll get there well well i mean i think i'm paying more for my streamers than i ever paid for cable at this point mm-hmm. but whatever
0: i don't know I, I don't know i think i'm still paying less with all the streaming i have than i did when i had uh at&t uverse it was like oh. 300 dollars a month i'm definitely they, not paying that now
3: big Brian over there, not watching ads on Disney plus.
0: I (laughs) definitely, there are no ads in this house. I cannot do it. Can't do it. Not God debt. Broccoli. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
4: Um, I don't know, man. Like I'm still definitely not paying as much as if I would have had like a premium cable with all the, the movie options that are out there right now. Um, but, yeah it's definitely it's definitely disheartening I don't know it just seems like nobody uh, at the beginning of this thought it through or maybe they did and just expect us that we were all stupid I don't know um that it came to this I... it's it's unfortunate I thought we were I thought we were onto something here
5: yeah.
2: it's and like we, uh, had, we had good burger and then mondo burger opened up right across the street. <laughs>
4: that, that, my wife would you mean love to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so true. Oh, it's sad. Um, yeah, I'm curious on how it's all gonna play out. Uh, just seems like all the streaming services are just trying to make more money every quarter and they're trying to charge for whatever, and that's what how it is. Um, but we'll see. Disney plus password sharing, I don't know. I feel like if there was one place, it'd be the family. F- Friendly mouse house that would be like, share your password with your friend.
4: Well, you but, guys, you guys saw the the great, um, what's the, the Twitter post from Blockbuster about, uh, we would, uh, as long as you returned it on time, you could share it yeah. with anybody. Yes, yeah. yes. Gangster, yeah. man. Gangster. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is crazy with all the stuff coming back now and all of these reunions and remakes and reboots. Doesn't it seem weird that Blockbuster hasn't made a comeback in some form or fashion, like Blockbuster streaming service or Blockbuster rental? Like, do you not think that would be a thing?
3: They got to get a, all these streamers sold all their stuff to Netflix and then realized, yeah. wait, well, we can make more money if now we're Paramount, if we're HBO, if we're Max. Oh, no, now we're Max. They started to realize, oh, we should pull our all, keep all of our IP. So, like, Blockbuster would have maybe the National Lampoon directed DVD movies that used to be like in the back corner, like <laughs> the sorority row. They can don't make know. their
0: own content. That would be awesome. True. So oh, wouldn't
4: yeah. that be something.
0: Yeah. Just a, don't call it a comeback. That'd be, that'd be great. Uh, that's our news story. Um, we're going to get into our main event. Really? Our, yes. our move while we're here, uh, we're talking about 1991's, sleeping with the enemy directed by a guy named joseph rubin who basically directed this movie and then went on to say hey i like elijah wood i like macaulay Culkin. let's make the good son and uh but before the good son he made this movie sleeping with the enemy with a very young julia roberts uh if you know the movie we're going to talk about it but before that um we asked a question to ourselves we asked a question to the internet And that question was, how would you fake your death to escape marriage? Like in the movie, Sleeping with the Enemy, what is the most creative way you would fake your own death to escape marriage? So uh, Preston, let's start with you.
2: Assuming that my wife sucked this bad, she doesn't. I would try to kill two birds with one stone. I would invite my greatest enemy over to chat at a lake house. And I would piss them off to the point where they would want to kill me and shoot me. I would leave the gun out there. So kind of like Bernie style. Like get them, just really lay into them so much that they just fire. And uh, it'll be near the lake. It'll be near the no-wake lake. And I will uh, resurrect. And everything will be okay. I'll be alive but they... He'll get whoever this person my enemy is will get uh framed for my murder and I'll be dead. No, okay. I, I don't know what the I don't know. We didn't get that far, Mike. I don't know if um, like it's like a green uh, green miles situation where like everything in my body is just like to perfection and I'll die really old or I'll live forever. I don't know. So, you, I guess you can write that,
4: dude. I'm telling you, you know what, Lake Evig evig means eternal there you go oh, all right so i think the idea is that you just continue on and on and on <laughs> i like That's that what we need we need we need an eternal preston i like that
0: eternal preston i like
4: that i like that as well
0: good good job mike uh mike how uh, you're talking what's up what, what how would you fake your own death to escape <laughs> yeah. marriage
4: i i don't know i don't know if i would uh you know let's see i do i do like to do stupid things um like i do i mean i do stupid stuff like i like to climb up stuff that's really tall and stand on ledges and all that stuff so um it wouldn't be too far fetched for me to do that and you know again if uh i was out somewhere like in a Canyon or whatever. And then I just vanished and through, through, through my shoe down in there. So it was like laughing on the, on the edge of the cliff at the bottom. And um, I don't know, something, falls something, off. Something, <laughs> <laughs> something simple like that. Like it just, it, it wouldn't take much, but um, I don't know. I, I also think that uh, um, Katie's too dang smart. It wouldn't work.
0: She would know you're around. Uh, uh-huh. she'd, be,
4: she'd be like, mm, mm, nah. Nah I'm not buying it. And then she'd find me.
0: <laughs> and then <Yeah>. kill you. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: uh, Chelsea, how would you fake your own death to escape marriage? And have you done this before?
1: Have I done it before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've
1: always have, got I stories. Have, I I do. You always have
0: yeah, you always have good stories. Hashtag
1: Beanbag Ron. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Avert your ears. Um, no, I. The only thing I sent in was the the poster of of Amy Dunn because I think that's a perfectly, uh, that's a perfectly thought out way to kill yourself and then come back a little later.
0: Who is Amy Dunn again? Gone girl. Gone oh, yeah. girl. That's right.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Perfect Valentine's
0: ball. Day movie. <laughs> it is just like this one, "Sleeping with the Enemy." All right, so you and Amy done it. All right, Dan, how about you?
3: really easy i would line up an awesome new feature um about like a survivalist horror thing that's in the amazon and i would go shoot it on location and magically disappear (laughs) (laughs) just just saying oh my
0: god i smell a behind the scenes movie in the making
3: (laughs) i'd make sure it's i'd make sure it's a no extradition country that i'm filming and you know for the tax breaks i'm sure and then just (laughs) our lawyer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> find my find my find myself on the beach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike oh, had something oh, like. to
4: say about this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you you just mm. tell them that you're going into I mean like we were we're we've been looking at places to shoot and like you know, one of the places that we were looking at was Columbia and talking to some of the producers down there and I mean they know all like the, the safe spots to shoot and they're like, Yeah, this is safe, but just over there don't you can't go there like so, there's a chance that you're not coming back yeah mm. there, there okay. you go so yeah. it's, so it's like, it, 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 that totally checks out like
3: i have to go scout a location and he was never seen again yeah. there, it is.
4: <laughs> there it is but what kind of like i guess i guess my question would be then like what kind of would you leave any evidence behind like she left the life jacket that's the thing.
3: I think. I think if you're doing it to get away, it has to be like, oh, I'm going, I'm going swimming, or I'm going surfing, and they know you do these water activities, and like your clothes are just like there, and everyone assumes a shark got you, or you drown out there, and they can't recover. I don't think you can do something like car accident or anything because yeah. there's too much to leave behind. You'd have to go like our lovely Gone Girl, or you'd have to go and frame frame somebody, or you'd have to do the uh, disappearing into
4: water.
1: I feel like I would leave a little blood somewhere.
4: Yeah, I mean, would you and would you would you like legitimately like cut yourself and like draw some full blood?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So they're like that. That was definitely her. She's she's gone. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, And you can go even further and leave semen at the scene, too. And just like (laughs) it got real gross. (laughs) Well, I can't. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I'm just saying that's how it does always, on TV. Kluger always taking
1: it too far. You just no. ruined it.
0: Not far enough, Mike. <laughs> no, I like that. I and my answer is that I always like to rate movies on a scale of zero to swordfish. So, like in the movie Swordfish, I would find my I would find a Hollywood done up dummy of myself like John Travolta did. And then I would pretend to be in a car on a boat or in a place and the place would blow up. They would find this fake body um, that would have kind of like my face on it. And then that would be it. Mm -hmm. That's how it would happen.
4: But how, how correct would that, now I'm going to get into the nitty gritty. How correct would that body be? Like, would it be like, would it be like a real human body where they like maybe put a face of yours or. Yeah, it would
0: have, it was, it would be a real human body that you would get from a morgue. And oh, so you would so have you'd
3: face uh, off it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have. They yeah. would Hollywood do it up to look like me. They'd have to put all the hair on me because I'm hairy. I don't Brian,
3: know. Brian would do what uh, Ryan Reynolds did at the end of Deadpool and he just took the People magazine thing of Hugh Jackman and just taped it to his face with scotch <laughs>
5: tape. Can't <It's just> like... <laughs> fool me.
0: That's what I would do. I think that's the best way. And then like, you know, over the course of time I've been planning this. Like in the movie, it seems like she was planning it for a while. I would give my blood so they can insert the blood into this person and they can do the test and do the blood and stuff like that and just um yeah, and be like, "Oh shit. That dude blew that's up." It. But meanwhile, I am also in South America looking to make a monster movie, so <laughs> <laughs> so that that's that's how I would be. But we asked this question to Reddit uh, online. It got uh, over 27,000 views. It's got over 150 comments. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Javer the Chungus said, I suppose if I wanted to fake my death, I would say I'm going camping in a national park. Set up a camp spot and then abandon it. People die there all the
4: time. That's I'm, actually yeah. pretty, that's pretty clean cut.
0: Clean yeah. and then and then a uh, geohog 713 replied to that and said but don't make it look like a bear attack they'll kill the bear and then the bear ghost will haunt you
5: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh yeah then then cat's pajamas 13 said cocaine bear ghost and mm-hmm. then and then it got into mess yeah it, it was there is there's a whole sub <laughs> thing on that Chelsea did you read one of these something about a submarine?
1: Oh, someone just said I would go down in a I'd be a billionaire to go down into a submarine that would implode. <laughs> and I said cool. that that one was the best one.
0: That is a good one. And then I have to read this. Substantial Citroen 131 said, I was actually involved in this scenario in real life. The guy I married, a father of two boys, faked a bicycle versus car accident on a bridge over the Rio Grande. He left a cycling shoe on the the bridge and then hit his bike a few miles away. We dove the river looking for his body for many days, and eventually he was ruled to be dead. He wasn't caught until years later, and then he was married to another girl. They made a TV movie about it starring Gary Cole. (laughs) 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 That's like, now I got to look up
3: this Gary Cole movie.
5: You're not not going to tune in next week.
0: Yeah, tune in next week.
3: You will not top that one. That is yeah. You, see, though? you see,
4: like you gotta leave the shoe. Yeah.
0: So you have to leave something. I left yeah. my whole body.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. So you could not. Chelsea was leaving blood.
1: A little bit. A little, A little
2: bit. bit. I feel like Jamie Foxx would be like people be losing their shoes. You gotta be more careful.
5: <laughs>
1: and then big
0: fat box of shit was said. <laughs> I'd get a hold of the local friar to make me a potion of nightshade and be laid in the family crypt. Okay. <laughs> Hell of a handle. That's really calm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very calm. So like, like we were asking, this happens in this movie, sleeping with the enemy. And I've got to ask because, you know, we're doing kind of like romantic ish movies for the month of February. And our friend, Mike Nelson here picked this movie and I'm just like, Mike, does this movie resonate with you? Is this your life? What why did you pick this movie?
4: No, it's actually it's actually very much the opposite. This movie and I was starting to say this before you stopped me. Um uh as soon it's so funny as soon as you said we're doing romantic movies, I don't know why this one just popped in my head. I remember very very vividly seeing this movie when I was very young. I mean, I don't see, it was 91. It was probably on TV a couple years later. I saw it at somebody's house. I can't remember but you know I was like 10 or 11 years old and I saw the the TV version of it so it was edited. We didn't get the you know the shining scene uh, and um, I'll I, I just I was always uh it, it it actually really freaked me out like I guess that was kind of my first uh foray into um, domestic uh situations like that and i it terrified me i was like people actually do this and um but then again like i always also remember the movie feeling very tender and upon a second watch yeah man like that score what was it uh jerry goldsmith, jerry goldsmith. score and i mean the way the movie starts out it seems like it's uh it's gonna be some sort of a romantic drama and um and then it it go it gets really fierce in that first 10 minutes and um yeah i just very vivid memories of like ringing the toilet um you know the dropping of like even the old lady dropping the needle and seeing the shoe like i literally wrote that moment into one of my scripts because like i couldn't i could never get that vision that visual out of my head that's in in something that i wrote so it left an impression, let's just put it that way. And yeah. um, being that I'm the guy who likes taking seemingly nice and normal things and dementing them, this kind of seemed like the perfect fit uh, for for this discussion, so.
0: So I, I'm. thank you for that, that's a great explanation. And you saw it long ago and you revisited it j- just probably for this show uh do all of these same feelings
4: still hold up or is it a little uh uneven now so i think i walked away from it watching it recently um feeling as though this is now what lifetime makes appealing mm-hmm. on like it felt like kind of the the first lifetime movie in a way um i I mean, I guess in terms of even, yeah, just, I guess even how everything's presented, although again, like this feels more like a real movie and it has that like late eighties, early nineties charm to it. Um, but yeah, I think walking away from it, I think because I watched it at such a young age, there was definitely, I walked away from that feeling much more terrified than I was watching it now. Uh, but I still feel like there's a few things that really still I still hung on to. And again, you mentioned how do you hang a towel? The towels, man, it's the fucking towels. Um, the, the cans of vegetables, the OCD factor to me mm-hmm. actually still really works as a great tell. Um, and uh, that husband and his, the way that his eyes are are still really like unnerving. Mm-hmm. um so there's plenty of stuff i feel like that was that was still working throughout but um yeah i felt the only thing that it had going against it is that now i feel like it could just be lost in the barrage of lifetime uh uh true crime we'll call them kind of films
0: okay yeah i that's it, what it definitely feels like chelsea did did are you a virgin seeing in this movie or did you see this before like yesterday
1: No, I saw this today.
0: Oh, oh! So you see for the first time, and was it like the best movie?
1: Um, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Like Mike said, it's very lifetime kind of coded. It's yeah, kind of probably the first kind of lifetime. I did like um, it's a it's a soft like that he whenever he wanted to have coitus. He would put on the theme from The Shining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he fuck into the Shining music, which yeah, is- he yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just Boy, need someone yeah. to say
1: it before I. Do- he liked to fuck to the Shining. Yeah. Um. But no, I thought it was. I thought it was fun.
0: Oh, good, good. I'm glad you did. And so, I think so. Before we got on, uh, Dan Moran. It's his birthday today. Our 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 friend Dan Moran's birthday today. Ooh, and Happy I don't Day. think. Yeah, happy birthday. And he, okay, so I don't think he ever saw this movie, but he said he is so excited to talk about it. Like he took notes, he did everything. So, Dan, I am very excited to hear what you have to say initially upon your first viewing of this.
3: Okay, so I had never seen it, obviously, and I went into it. It was called Sleeping with the Enemy. Didn't read a description, didn't watch a trailer. went in i was like okay she's gonna get set up with something something's gonna happen so it starts and she's getting those clams from the ocean and there's all those birds standing around i was like Mm -hmm. all right he comes out in a full suit and says something i was like all right this guy right here that's like the husband and he seems important she must be like having an affair like or you know i was trying to figure out like what the whole plot was and i go into the house i'm like okay this is a pretty nice house Something's going on here. He must be into drugs. She's going to have to do something to get out of it. I thought it was going to be like an indecent proposal type movie. And then she's just trying to enjoy some lovely strawberries out of the fridge. And he comes up behind her and that music plays. And I was like, oh, shit, this movie is about to be bonkers. Because that guy was so... He went full, like, terrifying Fifty Shades of Grey on her. And Mm. for someone who's so OCD and everything she made a mess of those strawberries mm. and and i was immediately like this is a dangerous this i but i didn't know that so my first 10 minutes of watching this movie i was so excited and uh re- when i realized what it was and then i think it's the next day he goes down and he's talking to the uh the douchebag who has the boat and he and he's just like and he's just like sailing is a passion of mine, one I don't yeah. typically get to indulge in myself. And I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Who um, talks like that? Who talks like this? And yeah. then he goes and then when he went up and immediately I'm just recapping the movie, but when he goes up, he goes, You've been talking to him. How long have you known him? Has he been in the house? I was like, This is so dark. This is such a dark, abusive relationship. And I did not know that's what it was gonna be at all. Okay. Did
1: anybody wait, did anybody actually watch the trailer for this?
0: No. no.
1: Okay. So the trailer for this made it look like a very like it starts out with like brown-eyed girl.
5: Mm. It made Which it look play like in this the movie? very like
1: cheery, happy. It's like it's like she she moved to a small town, but she has a past. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I would I would say to watch the trailer after because the trailer was like killing me.
0: That's funny. In a world, the girl moves to a spot and says she has a pet. That's so good. Okay. I love that. I love that. Uh, Preston, I know you were like one when this movie came out, so you didn't see it in the
3: theater.
2: <laughs> right, right. Wait, Dan, did you end up liking this, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie is life. This is, like
3: like what Mike said, this is a lifetime this might be like the origins, the Big Bang of Lifetime. Like this is what this is what America used to make. We used to get Julia Roberts to be in Lifetime movies.
0: Yeah,
2: There's so I, okay. I
3: I enjoyed how straightforward
2: it was. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna be the realist here. Okay.
4: Um. <laughs> eternal,
0: eternal Preston here.
4: Uh, he, he, so, he's going to be the guy that agrees with Rotten Tomatoes here. Just
3: press, press, Then to be clear, I was the one who said, "Guys, I have no interest in Madam Web until the reviews were so mean about it." I was yeah. like, "Guys, should we do an emergency pod? We all go see Madam Webb? <laughs> <So laughs> yeah, I love, that. I love movies that everyone hates.
2: Well, I don't have a lot of time these days, so I, you know, I got they got to be quality, you know um so like mike alluded to that i was i was behind the curve so i i had seen lifetime movies i also really enjoy movies like the invisible man that does stuff like this quite well and has uh something a little more to it um and so on one hand i can appreciate it from you know for it being a stepping stone for these types of films um so but i wasn't there for it my mom was a big julia roberts fan but we didn't watch this kind of stuff we watched you know my best friend's wedding and pretty woman and things like that so the fact that she followed up pretty woman with this it's kind of puzzling to me um but
0: showing, know, it range. Is what it
2: is. showing range what range what did she do <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, my uh, or uh, Dan was talking about like the opening of this, like the first, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes of it, which is not completely necessary, considering that she has the conversation on the bus that kind of gives you, which I ended up like that. That was the moment where I was like, hey, I like this scene. I mean, I wouldn't be sharing all my secrets with the person, but it at least provided some like some subtlety. Like those were the moments in the film where subtlety started to play uh, or come into play. So. The fact that she was sharing all this and having a a nice kind of moment to where she could, you know, uh, rid all this emotion, everything that's been in her mind for the past three years with this stranger was a nice thing. And then there's all the stuff uh, that happened after that happens after with where like the OCD stuff really starts to uh, come in. So I enjoyed like all these little things. And then Mike brought up, you know, the, the performance, uh, from the, the husband, which I think is good and and scary at times, but, um, yeah, the first uh, 30 minutes or so, like the language, like the flow of, of conversation is so alien. Like, like I can appreciate that in like movies that like, uh, your ghost does like with, like the lobster and things where it's so eccentric that you're just like but I'm really dialed into it this one I'm just like somebody's has a statement the other person's reply to that has nothing to do with what they were talking about it just it felt like there were like some sentences completely removed from what they were uh, what, what the conversation should be like so that that created some alienation. And then the rest of it is just like I said, it has its moments here and there and I can, and I'm sure we'll get to some of those details, but I think for the most part um, having never seen it before. And again, being behind the curve, it just really didn't do too much for me. I, I just since then have seen films that tackled this particular subject with uh with more grace and uh more fascination to me um but again i appreciate it for being a stepping stone but just didn't really offer a whole lot for me so i well, gave it
4: yeah, i think fun. i think you i think you bring up a really good point though is is it it is it's basic it is the invisible man yeah i yeah. mean in the invisible man is, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic movie but like you're right like it's if they, it's if you know they they took they took this sort of this mold and they made uh, like a sci-fi horror film yeah. uh, in, yeah, in that yeah. genre and of course obviously they did some elevation to it and we are living in a completely different time now and there's a different standard but still yeah. I think that's a perfect it's a, it's a perfect mirror to to what this movie is um, it's yeah. exactly that.
2: Yeah, like she didn't, at least an in Invisible Man, like she did not need a, another love interest to like sh- pr- show her worth or anything mm-hmm. like that. She she right. was able to find her strength on her own here. She needed, ultimately she is the one that, uh, spoiler alert, pulls the trigger and everything, but uh, still... The, the, like that had like that that stuff was kind of annoying to me. Like when they when it came to all that stuff, I was just like, ah, I don't I don't really care. I'd rather her be off on her own and like just let the intensity and all the drama be on her trying to figure it out herself how she's gonna get around. Like even when they showed like her first scene in the shower, I was like give me some paranoia. Like give, give me a shot of like her grab getting grabbed by the throat or something. And it, it didn't quite happen. Like none of those moments didn't happen until the very end where she didn't feel safe anymore. And I wanted that paranoia to exist throughout. Well, but that's, it, I guess it would have been a different movie.
0: Well, that's kind of like where maybe some of the issues are because at the very beginning of the movie, it seems like they have a great relationship, but clearly <laughs> she's been abused for years. But like yeah. when they're at the party, they're both giving each other the fuck me eyes and they go home and have sex. He was like, Oh, okay. And then he like beats the shit out of her. And he was like, wait, what, what just happened? And then at first, like did anybody, was anybody on the guy side in this movie? No, <laughs> no.
3: Nope. Okay.
0: Wait. I mean, I'm just asking, I mean, at the very beginning, you know, it seems like anyone she- here
3: pro abuse. Well, well, no, but I hands. mean,
0: there's there's like it looked like in the movie she had one job and she didn't do it. She had to make I, sure cans were stacked correctly in the towels and she didn't. Well, do no,
4: it. I, <laughs> that's what I was only con- you would say that. Yeah. That's why I was I
3: confused. It. That's why I was confused in the beginning of the movie where they were at the party and everything. I was like, oh, see, she's kind of like a seductress or like, yeah, he's using her in his like cocaine empire or something to like get in with some people like that's what i thought was hoping. and then when they got home i was like why why did those really mean sounding horns come in the minute he grabbed oh okay no right yeah it's
0: it's like it's it's a literal and figurative gut punch when he like you know beats the shit out of her like she has blood on her head and then he kicks her while she's down and then he's like baby i love you i I will
4: say i will say though the to me the moment um and i i didn't i this is something that was beyond me when i watched it when i was 10 or whatever but the it's that moment where she's getting ready and she's got that beautiful white dress on Mm -hmm. and he he counters and he says yeah maybe black and then cut to black dress and to me it was such a simple but really effective just, like, nod to, like, she is under the control of this guy. Whether or not afterwards, you know, they're kind of looking at each other and it's like, okay, it's time to get out of here. It's like, she, like you can tell that, like, even in that those first few minutes, she's kind of out. But then he pulls her in and then out. And then, and again, maybe this. Could have used a little bit lengthier time for us to understand this, and they're really cramming it into like a small amount of time. Um, but I think just some of those little hints, and then seeing her kind of like, you can see that she's pulled. And she said, What she say? she said that she was in the relationship for three years. Yes. So he'd mm-hmm. been doing this. Uh, he'd been, been this way. I think she That's said, good. even to the lady the on the honeymoon. Bus. Yeah. The like, honeymoon after, is when it started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after the honeymoon. And so, I don't know. Like I think, you know, he was so, he was so good at 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 her going away and then reeling her in, going away, reeling her in. I guess whether or not you believe that in the first twenty minutes of the movie is to each his own. But um, at least that's how it felt to me. And to me, uh, it was all about that that dress switch because um, yeah. the yeah. towel was definitely like the. Oh God, this guy's messed up. Like right yeah. but the dress thing was like the yeah. uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh-uh. we've all seen that before, but like again, it was it was just such a very simple, elegant, straightforward way to show like you are in a relationship uh with somebody with severe control issues. And yeah, I like that. And it, it I don't know, like there, there, i feel like
2: there's plenty of small moments that you could pull from him that that are really good even from the get-go that kind of shows his character his, his ocd is when he's going on the beach yes. with his suit and he as soon as he walks so away good. he's like he's got
0: he got you know, a little sand or shred grain. on he's like i can go change yeah, yeah. and, and uh, well, she
4: goes oh, oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry and he's like yeah it's okay yeah. i
2: can change I, yeah and i like that scene um when he says like are you trying to like provoke a quarrel to not go sailing tonight like i felt like that was a really well done moment to create some intensity for their relationship
0: did anybody oh go ahead dan
3: no i was gonna say that he clearly knew she was afraid of the water yeah. Because he thought that she couldn't swim. So he and was And they live at, on the ocean. <laughs> yeah. So he <laughs> yeah. so he keeps her on, he keeps her right by the ocean. And then he's like, Oh, we're going sailing tonight, which is like mm-hmm. we're gonna go at night. Like it's so like imagine being terrified. You assume that your wife or someone you love is terrified because <laughs> she oh can't God. swim, and you're like, Guess where we're going? At night with just me and douchey McDouche tons, and we're gonna go <laughs> out and you know.
0: I I do love that this is Cape Cod. In our last movie, Summer Catch was Cape Cod. I love it's,
3: it. And to be clear, this is Ooh, not Cape nice. Cod, yes.
0: uh, right? Yeah, it, it was not. It did not film there. But the did, did anybody laugh out loud at the scene with them too? Because I laughed out loud. I actually laughed out so hard that I had to rewind it.
3: Who are the two was, guys? The what? When the two is guys it? were talking at the boat?
0: No, 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 no. When oh. he's grilling, giving her razzing her about when the last time his dinner was late. And she, her answer was, well, my mother died. And so I'm, I'm like not going to go to my mother's <laughs> funeral. But he's like, <laughs> I waited two days for my dinner. I was like, what is this movie? This is
1: amazing. He, <laughs> he made her mom's her about, this. about him. Huh? Yeah, I
4: know.
1: Yeah, he made her mom's funeral all about all him about and him. his dinner.
4: Yes. yes, I mean, it, like, I, I that is, I don't know, like, I mean, it, it's it's demonic, but like, it's brilliant at the same time. You're just kind of like, this guy is so far gone at this point that you're just like, Oof. yeah, Damn. I mean, it, it,
0: it, it becomes comedic, I think. Well,
1: if and, you want a trad wife, just say it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian put it on the outline, though, of whether or not this is a slasher, and I think that it turns into a slasher obviously the minute she is obviously for people who haven't seen her or are going to see it she fakes her death but then he just puts on this trench coat for the rest of the
5: movie yes and it's and in it black slash and, and it's yeah, a, it's, it's a...
0: like the it's like all the shots of like a Friday the 13th or Maniac still, no, Michael like, yeah Michael Myers
3: He's yeah. Michael Myers from Halloween, just like standing next to a shrub, driving yeah. through a town in, in this yeah. trench coat that doesn't match what anyone else is wearing, what doesn't fit into anything. You're like, that's the bad guy. And everywhere yeah. he goes, there's the music playing. I, I it, yeah. it turns
2: into a full blown yeah. slasher yeah no man drinks from a water fountain like that oh, oh
1: my
0: god i was gonna bring that up i was going to bring that up the water fountain scene because he like licks it like a cat <laughs> no he
1: looks it like a dog like a dog yeah.
0: that was the fu- i wonder if like that's actually how he does it or did the guy that directed the good son be like no you've got to drink this like a fucking idiot like <laughs> do you think that's him or was it, like, made to some...
4: be – or was it made, like, his character's, it's, like, you need to make this look very, gross? It seems very specific. Like, okay. the fact that you're going to put the shot right yeah. on his mouth while he's drinking water, and you're not – you don't want that to look good. You know what I mean? You don't want him to look good in that moment. Like, he's got to have this, this feeling of, like, this guy's off. Every moment that that guy is shown, there's – I mean, he wore, he wore those fucking pleated pants. That's all he had to do. He didn't have to do anything. He just wore those pants. He was off. Like every single moment that you saw him, there was something wrong. And showing him drinking water from a water fountain, like, again, the weird choice, but strangely Brilliant. effective because you're just like, I've never seen this shot before about the guy who's like trying to find his wife. This is really weird. And I yeah. feel very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe it was the shot like he, like they wanted to make him look creepy because like some, like maybe villains in movies, they show him eating and it's just like really gross to hear it or look at it. And maybe that was it. Like he just drank the water fountain. Like
5: yeah.
3: What I thought was, I don't want to say brilliant because some people's mileage may vary on it. But they have him doing this whole slasher hunting routine where he's going and he's going to try and find her. And we're watching that. Meanwhile, there is like the corniest CW I moved back to a small town and somehow I have a seven bedroom house and I leave all the windows open and I met a drama teacher and look at us. And <laughs> and that's just completely separate of everything that's going on with the guy. And, and it kind of worked.
4: Well, well, no, okay. So I have, I have to, I have to point something out there about uh, Ben, the, the love interest that comes in. I love that he, okay. So first of all, she's the, the, the sort of meet cute is, him singing West Side Story while spraying (laughs) Mm -hmm. a hose randomly in the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, But when he sort of like shows his interest and like comes up and she's like stealing apples from his tree, he comes across for like the first couple scenes as a total creep. No, for sure. I was gonna bring that up. Really off putting and you're just like, oh boy she found another enemy yeah she found another winner here like (laughs) and they but like they really go for it like it's not it's not subtle and um that for some reason i don't remember retaining watching it as a as a as a child but like watching this, i was like they really are doing something strange here with this and i don't understand necessarily why but it didn't bother me either. I was kind of like, this is interesting that they're not making the guy like the typical hot guy. He's kind of, he's super awkward. And not only did he, was he doing like the weird water thing, but then he didn't know how to interact with her. He brought the apples back and sure. She invited him in, which I thought was a little weird. Like she wouldn't do that. Um, But I like that. He was awkward and that he, he, he did. He kept pushing envelope a little bit with her like trying to understand what was going on and it was always kind of like dude back the fuck off dude like
5: yeah
4: just chill a little bit and then he did but then he did he backed off and he just kind of did his thing and he moped on the porch yeah (laughs) yes he moped on the porch i don't know it was it was again a bunch of really interesting choices um i can't say if they were all great but I don't know.
0: And I mean it looked like it was funny. He was trying to give like his best A-list material to a girl he thinks is hot and met, but she's so involved in trauma, like it does not fly over. She's just like, Oh, yeah. I can't pick <laughs> these apples. Okay. She's like, No, 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 it's just a joke, shit.
2: You know yeah. what, Brian? You have been watching The Bachelor this season, right?
0: No, I was the first the first uh season I haven't watched.
2: All right. Well anyway, they have a very like monotone guy on there that has like Anytime he's trying, a girl will be like, you know, pouring out her soul, telling her story of her past. And then he doesn't really know how to, you know, steer out of the conversation or or know how to reply to any of that. And so that's what I thought of when I was watching this as she was saying, like, everything that happened in her past. Like, oh, yeah, he used to beat me and everything. And then he's like, what are you afraid of? And I'm like, (laughs) duh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so choices, Dan.
0: Or, choices. Or, or yeah,
3: everybody. choices. Yeah, choices. Uh I like I, Ben. I, no, I, I liked Ben though.
0: I like Ben liked too. too. He to be was true. very sweet.
4: Uh-huh. He, ben has great hair.
3: No, Dude, but, that
4: hair. The freaking waterfall. Hair. Oh, yeah, yeah so it
0: was almost uh-huh. like the can yeah, the Kentucky waterfall.
3: He yeah. looked like Roadhouse. he looked no, he looked like a community theater version of Wolverine. <laughs> like they were doing like an x-men like a repertoire theater version of x-men and the guy who has no muscles is like patting his biceps or something with that hair and the beard hey bub
2: <laughs> you're a jet he's got the scott valentine here from yeah. my demon lover
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that was uh that it was a choice um so do you think i mean with movies like this now with movies like this now the, the woman the 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 chick in the movies now they always have like some big arc they're like the heroine does julie is julia roberts character in this movie the heroine at all in this movie does she but because she, she doesn't give off that typical like oh it's we're getting revenge man i know it's 1991 but do you do you ever like do you ever sympathize with julia roberts in this movie besides like her being abused y- yes okay
1: why wouldn't i
0: Why would you?
2: Uh, (laughs) Can you sympathize with somebody who was so obvious with that, that she was moving. Uh, this is a quote from Roger Ebert's review. I, it's just so damn funny that I have to say. It. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read this whole paragraph. Uh, I'm not gonna steal this joke. Uh, Roberts fakes her own death by drowning and tries to disappear into a new lifestyle far away in Iowa. But of course, Virgin tracks her down with no small thanks to several ham handed plot developments so obvious that she might as just well have mailed him a change of address card. <laughs>
3: well if it wasn't and i'll I'll call her this i don't care how how much like if that bitch carol from ywca didn't randomly call up the the husband of her friend who she never met him can you imagine right now if you had a friend like who you just saw and once a week for 20 minutes and kind of knew him for like three months and like you found out they passed away would you call up their spouse
2: yeah actively search them down to find yeah
3: hey i just want to tell you you know condolences how do you know her oh we swim together you what and i would have been i still would have kept her secret i would have been like clearly she was cheating let me go ahead and you know have her back still in death people are not good at their jobs in here
1: Yeah, she did make some choices for someone who was running away and didn't want to be found.
0: Well, yeah, maybe that's like the the one of the plot devices where they like couldn't figure out how to get him, you know, out looking for her.
1: But
3: that's that's what this we do this every week on the pod, especially when it comes to rom coms and now this sort of thing. We had to get him chasing her. Like she literally (laughs) went back to essentially her hometown where her mom was. Like. Yeah. In the hospital next door. Like he was gonna go check out that <laughs> area at some point.
1: Can we talk about how he then puts a mustache on her and then yeah. dresses her up as a kind of little little page boy, like an oi oi pip pip, like can I please mm-hmm. have some more, sir?
0: And then she's like, This looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, man, that's Julia Roberts.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> that made me I laugh. Just-
1: she just looked a bit she just looked i i don't know i think i think that no, that, was, that whole
0: scene where up. they're like missing each other by like a second yeah. like in the bathroom yeah. or like they, going never,
3: they didn't suspect a thing <laughs> i like i i yeah. laughed at that scene i enjoyed
2: it. let's be together i know awesome. i like that
0: scene too i think that's it's pretty she, well done.
3: she doesn't notice him talking super loud like seven feet away in his trench coat and she's been married to him for three years, like dreading the sound of his voice. And she doesn't oh. notice him. It's just, and then he doesn't notice like the weird little mousy <laughs> creature <laughs> going back and forth to the room. He was just in, it was great. Well, like, well, this, like well,
4: the one it, thing when, oh, go ahead. Go ahead Mike. Uh, well, I was, I was going to say like, what, one of the things that popped in my brain there uh, while I was watching this. And again, I couldn't remember how that whole scene was, I remember the scene because I remember Julia Roberts wearing a mustache and being like like as a little boy like this is strange. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember watching it recently and uh, thinking like oh man this is like that perfect moment for when like they needed to set this up earlier where like he wore a certain aftershave and she's like and she knows he's behind mm-hmm. her. And there's, like, this feeling of pure. Or she's wearing
1: perfume, and he's right there. I thought of the same thing. I was like, when when he's behind her at the water fountain, he would be like, yeah.
4: Or if if the full orchestra started playing the sex music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the full orchestra (laughs)
3: was
5: just, like, in the hallway (laughs) playing the creepy sex
0: music. It's the opening to The Shining. It's crazy.
1: It'll Uh, be... It'll be sex music from now on. From
3: now on, it's the creepy sex music yeah. to me. I mean, re- all respect to the one of the greatest yeah. horror movies ever, but I I mean, I never would, not, I'll never hear it again and not chuckle.
2: Yeah, she <laughs> was super chill thinking that was Ben at one point playing that track. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, that was Ben. She, she thought
3: it
0: was <laughs> oh, Ben. He's playing it on a boom bar. That ball. rascal.
4: Honestly, honestly, one of my... That's actually... And this is going to sound ridiculous, and it's probably going to completely ruin my credibility. Not that my credibility is can be ruined or hasn't already but the fact that she goes oh ben i was like no fucking way dude i'm sorry <laughs> but if i have one problem with this entire movie that would have been this triggering thing where she would have been like yeah oh, done i hate this no yeah. like I, I don't know like burn the house anyway, down. It's, it's, it's picky but still I, I i that was that was if i had to pick one thing and i do like this movie overall like that was that moment i was like oh it seems like it's reaching man I, I, I don't know. I, I want to go
0: back to the heroine thing because she. Uh, OK, so in the final climactic fight scene where Ben's at the door, but he's uh, the husband is right there behind the other side and she's there. He breaks in and she doesn't do anything. She just stands there and watch them to fight. And then he gets knocked out cold. And then it's only then like when they. Come together and she needs them, and she struggles for the gun. She has the upper hand basically. I'm just trying to figure out it's like, wouldn't anybody else nowadays would like jump on the guy? Like
4: if you no, see, dude, somebody- dude, this is honestly. I I actually feel like what she did was the move, man. Like yeah. she knows him. She's been with this guy, he's been with this psychopath for three for three years. She's first of all, yeah, you're right. She's yeah. terrified of him so it she completely freezes you see her just freeze she has she she can't do anything then he comes up to her embraces her you're like ew and she knows i feel in this this is her chance to shine and she does it um i don't know i think she's smart like i think i think she freezes she uses the fear and she goes for it yeah. uh in the less obvious way that i think we do it now which is like Wah! like i'm going to go yeah, and yeah. do this and and i get like you know a you know, people in the audience say would like, Oh, I would have never done that. I would have like clobbered him. I would have done this. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's... everybody's different. I feel like there's, everybody's got a different story. I feel like the way that this movie sets up, we do feel as though like she is petrified. And there's a reason why she stayed in this relationship. She is so scared that yeah. if she does anything, she's dead. And... A
3: slow... It's a slow right. motion. So what, N- yeah, you're saying that, too, which was pretty awesome
0: she's placating him in that moment that he has control of her psyching him out and then strikes when
1: yeah he
0: thinks he has all right i buy that
1: i just want to say uh, how hard i laughed of when she opened the the kitchen stuff up and it's just everything's meticulously organized which means
0: that he like planned this like he's trying it's like slasher material right there he is going in and
1: Fixing the towels
0: multiple times.
1: I know, but if you if you see nothing else but that in that movie, I was dying laughing. Yeah. So I was like, we, "Oh God, not organization!" Well, we,
2: no. we, need no. a, we need a movie with his POV, just like no, that's what I wanted Paul to. Process. I was going to say, like, what, like,
0: like if we saw him in a reaction shot, like she sees it and he's like, ah, "Got him," <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that yes. would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would be super funny uh... i know
3: I, I know we're at the the finale of the movie but there's one thing i have to touch on that we forgot to when they were doing missing each other in the the hospital or the um old folks home the misdirect of the pillow shot yeah. The suffocation pillow shot is we need more movies that have that it's so great the minute he picks yeah. up the pillow you're like you know what he's gonna do and they oh have, have it from the pov it's like the pillow it's like his elbows pov like you can yep. see her but if it's just <laughs> yeah. moving slow then the nurse knocks and he's just like oh let me prop you up here <laughs> it's it's so yeah. great
1: I've so I- this yeah. We need more. We need yeah.
3: more. Um, I think every movie that has an old folk like that needs to have a pillow suffocation misdirected mm-hmm. in some capacity. I just uh,
5: what a delightful it is good. moment.
0: And so the one thing that I thought like was like the the glaring not a misstep, but like the mistake in the movie was that uh the ring sequence, the ring in the toilet. So yeah. Because she throws the ring away when she leaves, but then like it has to be three weeks, a month that go by, and you're not telling that he did not see that at all in there, even when she only
2: t- he only takes his shit downstairs.
0: I guess so.
4: Well, he's got the whole th- he's got the whole room like sheeted, like he he's yeah. completely like covered the room. He doesn't use that area of the yeah. house anymore yeah I just I
0: didn't, I didn't figure like this, like right away he didn't do that and I was like huh, nah,
4: his his
3: entire until he gets the call from the YMCA lady is I'm sorry the YWCA clearly you know what they did there guys real clever writing um they turned the <laughs> M upside down <laughs> <What> <laughs> but uh I, yeah. even him looking at the the light that was out when he stepped on the glass. Yeah. like when he started to piece that stuff together I was like, okay, what do we do like is he Robert Downey Jr's version of Sherlock Holmes where you just, yeah. just like <laughs> he's gonna, he's together put it together clues, you know what I mean all right you know, are we gonna see a montage of slow motion of him putting the whole thing together or yeah. or are or we gonna weird. yeah I thought all that stuff was weird and for her to throw the why well, would not throw the ring in the ocean
0: yeah or uh, like throw it anywhere insane. other
3: but the toilet or flush the toilet you know well, like, it's
0: 1991 we're, we're it's low deep.
3: flow. If they are by the water it's a low flow toilet
0: yeah <laughs> oh or it was God. a bidet I don't know they could have could have been um yeah it's uh that was the one thing that I was like wait what how did he not do that because that time had passed and I did
4: like since he's so oso- oh go ahead I was gonna say dude wearing the two rings dude that's the move man that guy <laughs> holy bucket it's like that's that's like a whew, that you know you want you want to do the mondo poster it's the it's the the two rings (laughs) and the poster It says sweeping with the enemy yeah dude yeah i do like
0: that the two
4: rings
3: do an alternate one of him fluffing pillows too just him (laughs) in a trench coat fluffing pillows yeah
0: in my in my my thought process as i was watching it again i love that he's so ocd heavy everything is primed and proper and in its place but then when he loses his mind and like destroys his own house my thought was man he's gonna have to clean all this shit up this is gonna take yeah. forever it's like does an ocd person actually just go to the link to like just search a house like a police officer looking for cocaine
2: yeah does an ocd person go out on the beach with their bare feet
0: yeah, Dude, yeah these are questions why we need to have joseph rubin on the show
4: let me let me ask you guys a question. Do you? Uh, this is this is something um, that I noticed, and I never, I, I don't even remember this scene in the movie, and it feels like a scene that could have been cut. Um, it, it I guess it maybe just shows his like diligence or his like psychosis, like he's gonna find her no matter what. He goes to the private investigator, and the private investigators never show yeah. up.
2: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Wait, I, I guess it's like, implied, right? Does it? Do, but is it like something where the private investigator? I guess my question is, do you think there were scenes in which somebody was af- actually after her and like they cut those? Because honestly, if you'd cut that moment, other than other than it making him seem as though he's is desperate. He's yeah. like yeah, desperate. All his bases. Right. Yeah, right. he is. Because, because like he they make figure, it he figures it out on his own.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. But like, uh, why would that's they true. make it such a scene where he's like, they say, like, it's going to cost a lot. And he goes good. And then I'll add 20 grand on top of that you know, I was like, okay, are we going to see this, like, happen? And...
2: Yeah, I, We needed a scene where he's like, fuck you, I'll pay myself. Or something. <laughs> <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, I'll pay my... Fuck you, pay
0: me. Oh, fuck you, I'll pay <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, so, do... Do you think there was chemistry here between because like there's like no names in here basically besides Julia Roberts and just Julia Robert, Young Julia Roberts. Um Do you think that there's chemistry between uh, her and the um, the West Side theater Story theater. theater teacher, or is it just yeah. like kind of silly?
4: It's okay. I, yeah. I mean, I, I I buy into it. Like it gets to a point, and I'm, here. Here's here's what I'll say actually. I think the reason I buy into it is because of how awkward it starts, yeah. if that makes any sense. I yeah. think if it, was too, if it was too set up and too perfect, oh, it's the hunk next door, and this is what's going to happen. I I think they did themselves the service by making Ben a little bit off and a little weird to start, because then you do genuinely start to like him. Um, yeah, they pull the punches of like the kid on the shoulder in the parade and like, you know, like, okay, yeah. yeah, we get it. We, we're supposed to really like this guy. Um, but again, it's Julia Roberts and she totally sells the idea that like, she's, she's having a good time and she's into this guy. And, and, uh, so yeah, I think, I think, let's just say, I think there's enough chemistry. Okay. There's enough, like the montage
0: when her, when she's trying on all the hats and makeup and it's just like, that scene is like, just doesn't seem to fit in the movie, but it's like, it's three minutes long and it's just them having a great time laughing
2: yeah just missing chelsea's favorite this kiss needle drop right there (laughs) practical magic i like
1: that song
0: (laughs) yeah uh it's interesting so okay so we i think i I asked the question could they make this movie like this now and how would it be different and y'all answered it at the beginning that's it's the invisible man
2: in safe haven i don't know if you've ever seen that yeah was sparks movie but it's pretty much the same thing too
1: i almost said this is safe haven as well
2: The thing with it, just
3: reading some of the background on it, I don't think they'd ever make this again today. Uh, today, because this was Julia Roberts making it was the first um female of whatever, like the youngest female to ever get a seven-figure payday to be in a movie like this. So if you just like extrapolate it out, it's like I don't think they would. I'm just I know she's not as, but are they gonna give Jennifer Lawrence like? million or something obnoxious to be in a movie like this. I'm just trying to think of like, if it was a big deal to give a younger actress that much money back then and put her in a movie with like no other co-stars that anyone's ever heard of or really heard of again. She was in pretty woman, which made
0: a ton of money. And then she did this, This, And this movie made made a
3: ton of money. Yeah.
0: So this movie cost $19 million to make. And it looks like it's box office receipts were upwards of $175 million. (laughs) Like that's, (laughs) crazy like, that's amazing
3: like that is that means you know and this was back in the, the 90s so it's not like it is early 90s where there's, yeah early 90s it's that means that many people were going out and like physically excited word of mouth like we're gonna go see this movie and from ebert's review and other reviews it wasn't that great reviewed but they were just like it's julia roberts so we're gonna go see it and yeah. now i feel like it would be that would just wouldn't happen. They All these movies now go direct to Netflix or the Hallmark channel or Lifetime because they can make them for whatever. And then Hallmark buys them for whatever. And <laughs> they run for three weeks around Christmas. Hmm. You know, hmm. I, I don't know. I just can't picture a star. When was the last time that a star? I mean, we say Gone Girl, but that's essentially a super popular book that had a built in fan base. And it's fucking David Fincher. Yeah. Who got ben Affleck. ben Affleck? Ben Affleck, yeah. <laughs> like Ben Affleck and David Fincher. <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't really would count that, but I'm trying to think of another like crazy abusive husband situation. I mean, you said Invisible Man, but that was Elizabeth Moss. Like, yeah, she's a name, but she's not like she's not Julia Roberts. And it was Blumhouse, so it's they're kind of the kings of we'll throw this much money at it because we know opening weekend it'll make this much. <laughs> it's I don't know. Wasn't there know, a J
2: Lo
4: one? Uh, oh, yeah, enough. enough! Yeah,
2: enough. With Billy
3: Campbell. Yeah, yeah. That's I, it. I don't know, but I feel like if we went to Lifetime's Ooh. movies this week and just got on their website, there would be a million like, "She Left Him at Dawn," <laughs> or like, <laughs> <"R->
2: "Run <laughs> for the Hills,"
3: like little movies like that. It's just, I, I don't know. I wish there were more.
2: There, there's actually a movie that came out in 2018. I'm trying to remember, I'm struggling to remember the details, but it had uh, Olivia Wilde in it. And she goes the full 10 yards in terms of like what, um, Halloween, like what she was trying to do, like, you know, train and survival skills. Like this one, she gets, uh, revenge on her husband by training and boxing and becoming uh Isn't a martial called, like, arts revenge or
4: just vengeance it's, or it's
2: a vigilante a vigilante okay there you go it's actually pretty good
4: they, oh cool okay. they, i haven't they, seen they it.
3: do stuff like they do stuff like i mean double jeopardy was in the mid-90s right
4: yes mm-hmm. yeah
1: double jeopardy was also one where uh
5: she fanks her fell death.
1: off fell off a boat
5: or he, yeah. It's... <laughs> that, that's on a boat.
3: The Natalie
2: Wood stuff. I'm
3: just yeah. telling you. It's just, yeah, I'm just trying to think of, I don't know. I just can't picture right now in the way that our lovely little ecosystem is that yeah. us being like, hey, you know what's coming out this week? A movie starring like a female star who we all are like really into and she's trying to escape a, an abusive husband.
4: Well, yeah, there, there, there needs to almost be like a higher concept to it. Like yes. I think that, that at the base, I think is kind of like a we'll call it the starting point, but to your point, it, it does keep coming back to the invisible man because you, you do. The invisible man is basically sleeping with the enemy um, but then you have the, the horror connection. you have that you have that IP that connects to it and, and, and you take it into sci-fi horror realm and it becomes something so much more. Um yeah. so I I mean that is that has to be the closest thing to like what they would do what would be the movie that is released on Thursday or Friday night um that's going to get people in and it has to have that extra hook.
1: Yeah. I don't think a movie with the same pacing and the same story would do well these days just because we have that's the 90s those are like the psychological dramas of the 90s 1991 and I feel like now 2024 true crime and all that stuff is really in the mainstream so it's just like you put forensic files on in the background and it's like you stabbed her 19 times with a luna knife and i'm just like oh okay that's cool but also like tell me more and so my threshold for like true crime stuff and i feel like everyone's almost is kind of higher as well
3: like she wouldn't be able to escape in the age of social media and how the IDs and it would just be tougher. Like there would would have to be
1: higher stakes involved.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if she was Madam Webb and her husband was trying to beat her,
1: (laughs) she could could see the future. She would know. She could see the future. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. We've come to the segment of the show, Dan, how do we relate sleeping with the enemy to John wick? How do we make that connection? I
3: mean, I'm just going to say, it, easiest question ever. It is so clear that he is a former assassin. Are you telling <laughs> me right now, like this guy was just like he he wasn't good enough to really be like John Wick, but he was definitely like, like D, he, he was like the D-list guy. You know, he got what I mean? kicked, he got out, like, of he got kicked he out of the
0: Continental because he
1: wasn't that
4: good. <laughs> yeah. He
1: told him he, to shave his mustache, and he said no. He got jobs. He got jobs. That's the move right there. That's the move. That that. I'm sorry. He said, fuck no. Yep. He was his, as his would nickname I. was the as would his, I.
3: His neck, his nickname was the trench coat. And he would just knock over like liquor stores and like small time crooks for the Continental. And they were like, Yeah, you're not doing it anymore.
2: I called him Jimmy Two Rings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh oh man. Jimmy
5: Two Rings. <laughs> Genius, genius
0: right there. Anything to add to that little plot, uh,
4: Mike? Oh, my God. I mean, between the mustache and the two rings and the fucking. Getting no, man, prom, I, I think I think we have the perfect. Like, you add to that and it ruins it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Too much.
5: Just nice.
3: it would just be so great if it was just him checking into his room and Keanu Reeves, like, he just turns to Keanu Reeves and says, John. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves just turns to him and is like, Ben, <laughs> they, they just go separate ways. Oh, what was it wasn't Ben, what was his name? And Martin uh, or something, yeah. Martin, Mar- Marty, Martin's so funny.
2: Martin, so, so so be so. Marty, funny. Yeah.
0: So, here's oh, a question when you're um, when all of you are having sex with your significant other, um, as yes, you do what's the weirdest song you're going to have sex to because like in this movie it's the song from the shining like it's like i mean that's some weird shit like tell me they like you hear like that opening theme song for the shining and then they're just going at it and to me it's just wow what other music will i want to fuck to that's like super not in the
4: mood
3: how did how did they get the rights to this? Did you find anything? There was like no. I mean, it's
4: a classical. It's a classical it's probably, score. It's a classical score. Probably public domain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: public domain.
3: Oh, so they're just. They're but just... the
0: shining like made it famous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. OK. All right. So no, I'm like not now. I really want to know. Like, is it like do you put on the Care Bears theme song and you're like having sex? Is that the weirdest thing? I don't know. I Talk like to me. See- Talk to me.
3: No, no. Um, we don't jam out in my house so we're certainly we're certainly not listening to the shining soundtrack
0: mike's probably listened to the fish albums i don't know
2: mine mine would be the uh return to innocence (laughs) oh
5: it's so
0: good Uh, kelsey is it star wars related with you
1: what is it like the imperial march or something
0: or the ewok celebration
1: <laughs> yum
5: <Yum-num? laughs> <laughs> no
1: whatever you want to say whatever you want to say
0: i'm just curious because we don't see this a lot in movies there I'm usually just...
3: is there usually is not a spousal rape theme song you're correct you are but
0: correct they, they they were there was that, that wasn't rape in that scene was it
3: she didn't like it. She, did, she, did she didn't. She didn't like it. How's this? It it was it was not rape in the state of Texas until like the year two thousand three. So I'm sure, <laughs> okay, because <Okay. laughs> because they saw that women were property. But uh, no, it definitely was because holy cow, she was terrified, <laughs> did not consent, but knew she would get beat the shit beat out of her. Yeah, it
2: was. Yeah.
3: Man, we almost have
2: a subject matter. <laughs> We almost had like a history of violence style sex scene on the stairs. Yeah,
0: and uh, they did with Ben and Julia yeah, Roberts, yeah, and I was it, like, "Man, that's got to be ben was getting rough there." A little yeah. Bit. yeah, you had to stop it. A wooden staircase. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. <laughs> now I'm just trying to go in my head about what great song, you know. <laughs> I, feel I feel like, like
2: you ask all these questions, baby. but you don't answer them yourself. Yeah. I need some answers, man. Oh, Oh, man.
0: Easy. Darkwing Duck theme song. It's (laughs) happening. When there's trouble, you call DJ. Let's get dangerous, yo. It's so good.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like um, I'm excited to hear the ratings. The rating changes. (laughs) Right,
0: okay, so, all right, we'll get to the rating. This this has a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, so... I know uh... you're running
3: the show, Brian, but can you put... Let Preston go first. Okay, yeah,
0: Preston. Preston. Is it 28% Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for you, Stand or are you going higher or lower?
2: i go higher. Yes.
0: Like, how high?
2: Um... 45. Oh.
0: All right. Look at you.
2: respectable. I
0: like it. Right. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan, what are you giving this?
3: I'm going to give it a 55. And here's why. 50-50 to me is like, no, don't I mean if you have to. And I'm a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? Like, I You will watch like this it, again. Oh, yeah oh absolutely. like if someone wanted to watch this with me, I would watch this movie again in two seconds like this movie is right for that sort of thing. So if I was just saying it to a casual person who aren't a bunch of sickos like us and they were like, should I watch this? I'm like, yeah, it's young Julia Roberts. it's weird. It's got some good stuff in it. It's got some really weird stuff in it. you'll enjoy it. I think yeah, 55-ish.
0: Okay, so 45 55
1: Chelsea. Um, I put it about a 51, like passing, but it's such a slow burn for me. I do like the passing
3: 60. 60 She went to school in Florida, Brian.
1: I went, (laughs) god damn it, (laughs) god damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on my like, I don't know. i do it i do it like that like
3: recommendation like if it's above 50 then i would tell someone to watch it exactly it's below 50 you might want to skip
5: it yeah yeah
1: i i the laughs that it brought me with the the whole like can Mm -hmm. scene and the i've just killed an intruder line (laughs) at the end i really liked that Um, oh yeah so it was like let 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 me do it that put it a little bit over the edge for
4: Nice. Dude, that's like the that's like the moment in um running scared when vera Forminga kills mm-hmm. the, uh, the pedophiles mm-hmm. and she's she calls the police and, and says i've just shot two i can't remember what she says but like oh man that it's just like
1: yeah yeah, yeah he's like his eyes are like whoa
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Mike will go last. I'm going to give this movie a good 75%. (laughs) This movie's good, dude. I like it.
5: I can't. We're good.
0: 75%. Hey, this movie has got a lot of stuff going for it. It's quick. It's fast paced. It's got happiness, romance, awkwardness, and like a slasher movie. Like what else can you want?
2: Yeah. It's got, it's got great lines in it. Like, I hope you like your roast beef. Well done. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and i love how like it's like the this the typical male thing in the kitchen back then where it's like oh shit something's on fire let's beat it with a towel yeah.
2: and yeah. i love that that's like it gone in 60 seconds, 60 seconds 60. is beating the
0: shit with eggs <laughs> with a towel it's so good he didn't have nick cage to come over and thin out that flame with the baking soda but yeah 75 percent this movie is solid good shit i love it uh mike nelson you picked this movie. Yeah. Obviously, it's not 28% to you, but where does nope. it lie?
4: I mean, you know, I look at a movie like, uh, you know, what what is it? Uh, Cabin Fever, I think, is rated 62%, which I think is a travesty. Um, and I look at a movie like this and be like, seriously, 28%? No, I wouldn't necessarily call this certified fresh. God, I can't believe I'm talking. I fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes. I'm using this lingo. Fuck.
3: Um,
4: yeah it doesn't, doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> to doesn't be fair matter.
3: Mike to be fair Mike we're not supporting them that's just our starting that's how we get there
4: yeah, that's how we get there okay okay um yeah i would i would i put it in the, uh, you know what we're gonna go sixty five we're gonna go sixty five um and just because like I feel like it uh it's the movie that you don't hear about anymore um and I feel like more people should watch it i think it's i think it's i think it's something special uh it's a special piece of uh early 90s late 80s cinema um that uh that stands out um does it stand the test of time in all regards Not necessarily but i, I think that's the, that's uh part of its charm um and i think it it allows itself to be mean when it needs to and um Fun and also exciting, and I mean, th- again, this is the this is the movie that uh, you know uh, did for towels with Psycho did for showers. it, it You know, I, I I don't know. I don't. I, I, again, like the movie made a lot of money, but whenever I mention this movie or talk about this movie, nobody's ever seen it. So who the fuck saw this movie if it made one hundred and fifty million dollars or whatever?
5: Our parents, um, they're all they're, they're all dead.
4: dead. <laughs> <laughs> um because uh nobody nobody that i know has has seen it and um whenever i whenever i think of this movie all i think about is how creepy the uh the whole towel thing is and i love that i think i think that's a great vice mm-hmm. yeah we're going 65 we're going 65 it's not a perfect movie but it is a movie that i will continue to watch and um uh this was a really really good excuse to revisit it uh to, 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 to like talk about it and um, yeah
0: no, it is great. And it's just, like, when I, f- I still think about the towel thing, like, it just is, like, even more comical to me where that beginning moment where he sees the towels on the rack and one is off by, like, two inches, his yeah. thought is not, like, I can pull it down and that's fine. No, he's, like, he's, like, this bitch right here, she must be lost her mind. And he goes out and it's, like, did you notice anything in the bathroom? what Would you fuck up? And, like... It's like that. I think that's like comedy right there almost because it's like, oh, yeah, pink. <laughs> but no, he has to go in and give her the business. Yep.
4: Yeah, As no joke, Mike was
1: talking and saying um, about when he was saying, oh, about when I think about blah, blah, blah movie, I really wanted him to say Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
1: that Brian could <laughs>
0: lose my mind yeah is, is sleeping with the enemy better than oppenheimer yes it is
4: to be honest with you i'd probably watch sleeping with the enemy before i would watch oppenheimer again just yeah that, see yay i'm with you i, I mean well, hey, hey, hey oppenheimer was a fantastic experience in the theater it's a good movie was it but but it's it's but again like do it's I, a lot am, to commit to. Am, am I gonna yeah. go? Am I yeah. am I gonna am I gonna get the 4K Blu-ray or watch it on streaming and sit down and say I'm gonna do this again? Not really. I really don't think I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, that's see, Brian, That's I... what we call
3: that's what we call valid answer because <laughs> Mike did not say that movie's a piece of shit and it's not good why do people like it? Well, are people all stupid. Keep,
1: there's so much talking <laughs> just, in it. He just said, he just said there's, <laughs> there is. I mean, he,
3: he simply said that it's an experience that's tough to replicate. Even the again.
0: fucking bomb <laughs> talk in that movie. Ugh.
1: It's, just, it's just people talking to each other in rooms.
0: <laughs> it's what it was.
4: True. <laughs> oh,
0: oh. So, uh, bringing this round round to the beginning, uh, Dan w- did his lawyer research and found uh, the movie that Gary Cole was in that was based on the true story from the Reddit answer.
3: Uh, yeah, it, what is what was it called? It's called the, "Lies He Told."
1: Lies yeah. he told. And married 1997. army sir, a, married, a married army sergeant of two children fakes his death to marry another. <laughs>
0: Go, guys. go gary cole Lumberd fucked her okay um thank you all for this wonderful show of sleeping with the enemy thank you so much mike nelson for being here picking this wonderful romantic comedy of a movie
4: uh <laughs> you're welcome, <laughs> you're I'm, welcome. Glad, I'm glad i could uh could uh introduce you all to uh the wonders
0: for valentine's day i i literally had not seen this since the theater like my parents brought me when i was 10 years old to see it and i don't think because it was released on dvd but i never got it and i they might have released this on blu-ray but i don't remember like they it hasn't gotten a criterion release yet so we're still hoping. <laughs> um but uh yeah thank you so much for being on mike where can everybody find you where can they all where can they all razz you about sleeping with the enemy or send you towels
4: i i mean they can uh they can do their thing on instagram i just i keep it simple
0: all right he keeps it simple on instagram all right uh dan where can they find you
3: fear and loathing in cinema on instagram or fear and loathing in cinema at gmail.com
0: perfect preston eternal life what's up where can they find you <laughs>
2: Uh, Instagram, under Blu-ray Dad, everything else, Preston Barta, FreshFiction.tv, and didn'tRC.com for Denton Record Chronicle.
0: Perfection. All right, the Florida. Chelsea, where are they finding you at?
1: Just the Florida. Florida. <laughs> you find me in Florida. <laughs> Fucking Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: Florida. Hanging off a buoy.
1: <laughs> Learning how to swim. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, you can find me at miss underscore tenenbaum on Twitter and Chelsea Nico Nico on everything else.
0: hola I'm Brian Kluger. You can find me at highdeathdigest.com and boomstickcomics.com. You can find press and I at my bloody podcast talking about horror, and then you can find me on Wednesdays noon till two, Soundtracks Radio Live, playing soundtracks from all your favorite movies and television. And find me, Brian Kluger, everywhere else, especially youporn.com. Thank you. Be back next time. Dude,
4: dude, dude, dude. I'm going to say right now, man, that is like, you got the radio voice. Oh, I had a question for you all. Um, Do you think um, real eye or contact?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: my
2: gosh. Got that holdover's eye. Yeah,
0: it's walleye.
4: That's good. Is that a contact? Definitely not. <laughs> no. You okay? It's called the uh, the remnants of when your eight-year-old brings home pink eye. Uh,
2: no.
0: Oh, who shit on somebody's pillow?
4: There's
2: <laughs> <It was> Martin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. So is it a whole family now of pink eye? It was last week. We're older oh. now. Yeah. What is that? So is it I I've never had pink eye but like do you get like sick or is it just like
4: eye irritation? Just eye irritation. Yeah. Super it's contagious. It's, I, eye. it's super yeah. contagious. I'd never really had it before. I well I never had it before uh and uh, but you know when you're hanging out with kids and Yep. Um, you I've had it. Little, little kids are
1: germ factories. Oh my yeah. gosh,
4: it's crazy. Like all of our neighbor friends and everything like gosh everybody's like you're getting strep or pink eye or some weird cough or it's just like
3: no yeah dude. nothing's good but at least strep is like 24 hours of drug, antibiotic and then they can yeah. like go back out in the world so Correct. how long does yep, pink
4: yep. eye take to fix if you get the drops you're technically good like the day after it's 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 like it, 24 the hours contag- yeah the contagion kind of goes away but um it's still annoying you wake up and your eyes like when you wake up in the morning they go like (laughs) if you've ever woken
3: up and not been able to open your eye because it's crusty it's actually terrifying for like a second you're like what the fuck yeah especially the night you don't realize you have it and you go to sleep and you wake up and you got it like overnight and you can't open your eye i was like "Ah! ah
0: all right all right so now now i'm thinking like okay Has there been a fucking horror movie that has like pink eye and shit? I don't know. Like I know, like like you mentioned Cabin Fever. You mentioned Cabin Fever earlier, and that's like the skin that eats you. Is there like a Mm. pink eye that like? I mean, I know, like, what was it? uh,
2: That's what They Follows is going to be about.
0: They Follows, yeah. The pink eye and shit, yeah. (laughs) Like instead of sex, it's pooping in somebody's eye. Uh,
1: No, it's they're gonna they're gonna people are gonna have sex and then sleep on. On the pillow.
0: Oh, yep. that they shit on.
4: Gross.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> Why do they have to shit on it though?
0: I saw <laughs> pink eye. Know. You get because it's fecal matter in your
1: eye. Okay.
2: That's just a knocked up theory.
0: Is it a knock? <laughs> is it? Because I remember like one of the first South Park episodes is like pink eye destroys <laughs> South Park with zombies Brian. or something like that.
3: What? Right brian's WebMD research i saw an episode of south park in the early years of 2000
0: (laughs) they're ahead of the time man seriously they're topical Uh, Um, but no no, now i'm thinking of like a pink eye horror movie everybody has pink eye and it's like mike he's like you see this shit is this my eye (laughs) freaking eye ulcers man like it's the worst how do you disinfect stuff around or you just can't like touch somebody because it's super contagious
4: yeah you're just not supposed to touch your eye and you're just yeah you just stay away from people
0: were you just like touching your kid's eye? No, Kids <laughs>
4: like, like, touch everywhere, and then they.
0: I don't them. have children, yeah. so I don't know what these things are. I don't know. I don't know how you did it. I didn't know if like it squirts out or like I don't know. Talk to me, Preston. You have a child. Have you had pink eye?
2: I haven't got it from my child because my child homeschools. But yeah, I, I got pink eye when I was younger, but it wasn't a David Cronenberg movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think yeah. I've got I've got every possible thing from my kid at some point. You, you have? have crabs? Except, except for
0: <laughs> Yes Oh <laughs> uh, so good. Chelsea bad. with the zinger.
5: Nah. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> now that's a
0: movie I wanna watch. <laughs> I've
3: guess you're going to be sharing my cell with me then if you watch something (laughs) like that buddy
5: (laughs) cell Um. bros